0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And Van Halen with Max and Nagel on Rock 102. I don't know what the weather's going to be like. Let me tell you what it's going to be like. Go for it. Cloudy. And maybe a chance to shower. A high of 53 tonight. More clouds. More clouds tomorrow. And maybe some partial sunshine later in the day tomorrow. The high of 61. 45 degrees right now in downtown Springfield.
1: Oh, I could have told you that. But you didn't. Well, I didn't want to. Well, listen to you all right so we're uh, we're moving away from east hampton and we're going right into south africa uh that, that there's some shenanigans going on up there right now we might
0: also talk about some shenanigans going up in northampton
1: oh yes there's also shenanigans going on in northampton as well suddenly we've
0: become like a hampshire county focal point
1: yeah i'm not sure if i feel safe driving through any of those towns now not right now no but uh kevin la the uh firefighters uh, union president of uh, fifty forty eight. Got to make sure you put the numbers in there. Of course, he'll be on the uh, phone with us after seven o'clock to talk about why they're not going to have anybody working the fire department
0: come July first. Also, I believe Judy Matt from the Spirit of Springfield will be here. She will. It's uh, pancake breakfast time, and we'll be talking to Judy about what's coming up. Quite the busy day we have here. You're damn right, Steve. Plus, we got the keyword to cash too. Ah, jeez, never ends. What else are you gonna throw at me this morning? Well, that's probably. That's probably it. It's 5:35 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. So have to pay, the price. Pay, the price. pay the price. Springfield's classic rock. It's 5:52 and Fleetwood back with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be cloudy today with a high of 53. Tomorrow, cloudy with a high of 60. It's 45 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house.
1: Somehow you. Still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood trash. Well, uh, Jeffrey Epstein and Woody Allen had made plans to hang out nearly every month between 2014 and 2015, the Wall Street Journal reported, citing documents reviewed by the paper. At the time, Epstein was uh, already a sex offender uh, who spent 13 months in jail after pleading guilty to soliciting child-child prostitute in 2008. A trove of documents, including emails and schedules, revealed just how friendly this graced uh, financier was with Allen. Uh, I'm sure
0: it's all a big misunderstanding.
1: The WSJ reported that the reviewed documents show Epstein and Allen planned to get together nearly every month in 2014 and 2015 and also planned to watch movies, visit artist studios, and attend dinners together. Uh, Did they they have a lot of common? Well, they lived in the same neighborhood. Oh, well, I mean, honestly. And then him and Soon-Yi would be invited to Epstein's house all the time for dinner. So, uh, yeah, they were good friends. I'm just checking. They knew each other. I don't know beyond what, beyond the dinner thing. uh, Maybe they knew each other a little bit better. Yeah, Woody and Soon-Yi lived in the same neighborhood as Epstein and were frequently invited to dinner parties at his townhouse. A spokeswoman uh, for the couple told uh, the Wall Street Journal they were always guests at those gatherings. The spokeswoman uh, told the WSJ that Epstein and Allen never had a business meeting. Mm. All pleasure.
0: Well, you know, uh, Soon-Yi is now 52 years old. She's getting a little long in the tooth.
1: Yeah, uh, Soon-Yi... Kind of aging out of uh, Woody's scope. Didn't she age out of his scope 30 years ago? Yes.
0: Yes. But she's 52. Yeah.
1: So, well, there you go. Two scumbags hanging out with each other. Listen, you can say all the, all the great things you want about Woody Allen, but separate the art from the artist, man. He's a dirtbag. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, what was that movie he wrote? Uh, what was the I don't know any movie that Woody Allen
0: wrote? Uh, everything you want to know about sex, but we're afraid to ask. Yeah, there you go. There that you go. one. That My, was...
1: people might like that one. But uh... what about Manhattan?
0: You know, where he's uh, cavorting with a woman who's uh, grossly underage.
1: See, I didn't see any of those Woody Allen films. Maybe I would have a different opinion about him if I did. You probably wouldn't. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. I don't care. I don't want to. I think he uh, he did Radio Days, didn't he do that? He did do that. Yeah, I di- I did like that movie. Uh-huh. Uh but he wasn't in that one. That was one that he I yeah, he just directed it. Yeah. I don't
0: know. It's th- I used to like his uh movies.
1: Yeah, until you found out what a big giant dirtbag oh, he yeah. was. Oh yeah. Well, I used yeah. to like
0: Bill Cosby too, but then now them Then you
1: find out what a big giant dirtbag
0: he kind of skeeved up by both of them.
1: Uh, We already did the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees yesterday. Yes. Uh, Cheryl Crow, George Michael, Willie Nelson, Kate Bush, Missy Elliott, the Spinners, and Rage Against the Machine. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame now changing their name to the Pop Hall of Fame.
0: I don't know what they're doing over there. Because, you it, know, the ones that they won't allow in yeah. make a hell of a lot more sense for induction than this group. That's true. NBC
1: will pay Tonight Show and Late Show staffers for the next two weeks, and Jimmy Fallon and Seth Meyers will pay them for a third week. Meanwhile, 58% of Americans say they support the writers.
0: Do 51% of Americans even know what the issues are with the writers? No. All right, well, then how can they be supportive? Maybe the writers are way out of line.
1: Snoop Dogg thinks that the artist should go on strike as well. I think he's got a point there. You want to support the uh, the writers, go on strike. Don't perform at
0: all. Listen, I'm not saying I'm uh, anti union. I'm hardly that. I'm just saying, uh, you know, 51% of the people in America don't have any idea that's even going on.
1: The thing that I didn't understand is like John Mulvaney. Yeah. He canceled his upcoming Netflix special because of the writer's strike. Does he not write all his material, or is it.
0: He in- writes all his material, but yeah. everything that. There are still writers involved in the program because they've got a storyboard out what they do on the front end oh, and the back okay. end so it's to not-
1: produce the actual show. Yes. Okay. So it's it's still writers. Like he's not going to not do stand up. He's just not going to do a TV special because of right.
0: what's going on. All right. But I he's know. also a writer too. Um
1: Gwyneth Paltrow. Remember we uh, started talking about that creepy lady? Yes. She was asked about uh, who's a better lover, Brad Pitt or Ben Affleck? She wouldn't pick, but she said she had major chemistry with Brad while Ben was, quote, technically excellent. That is, that is probably one of the biggest insults you could
0: get. Well, does that mean, like, he's not excellent, but he did everything correctly? Yeah. Or does it mean he is a smooth technician with great skill?
1: Well, technically, he went through all the motions of being a great lover, but he couldn't really deliver. Huh. Technically, he knew what he was doing. But he really didn't know. Kind of
0: like, like most men. Yeah, I know that. But, you know, that that could really, that statement could go either way.
1: Uh, Ozzy Osbourne has no intention of retiring from live concerts, even if he has to be wheeled out on stage. On a
2: board!
1: <laughs> no, really, on a board. There's a train behind the wheelchairs. <laughs> Did he have anything else to say? He said, it's an effing passion. That's what he said. Oh, you know what? Uh, good for him. If he feels like he, uh, you know, wants to, wants to do that all the way till the day he dies, then so be it. Well, good for him. It's still not official yet, but sources within the Yellowstone camp say that Kevin Costner is done after season five. Probably because he won't have any money left after his next divorce.
0: I would not uh, be shutting out... Financial opportunities if I were him
1: Yeah it's supposedly because of drama with the show's Co-creator Taylor Sheridan Now he has a prenup with this wife The first wife He had to pay nearly 80 million dollars to For a settlement Yeah well that's because you know He was back then he was big And he was making a lot of money And the final settlement was 80 million dollars
0: Still a lot of money
1: That is a lot of money Willie Nelson is going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's one of the 13 uh, Class of 2023 inductees. Thankfully, no one's making a big deal out of it like they did with Dolly Parton. The ceremony will be held in November. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, And Kim Kardashian, she uh, she did some stuff. She's getting ready for filming American Horror Story.
0: They will shoot
1: in multiple locations.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. just had something to say. Oh my God! The last time
1: I was shot in multiple locations was when Ray J and his friends massed the troops at the border and shot me with ram munitions in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty
0: nine ninety five. Very good. And, and thank God the writers' strike aren't affecting that,
1: Kaitlyn. Uh, well, I never got that done and dirty with Mother Chris Kim, but I once uh, gave her a bowl of man fat and glam chowder. <laughs> Do you ever have some man fat and glam cheddar? Uh No. Do I need oyster crackers? Yeah, you do. Uh, she faced the decathlete firing squad. Oh, my God. And uh, what are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is when I was done with her, she looked like she survived the bucocalypse. <laughs> that means two things. And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh,
0: Environmental nonprofit Ocean River Institute is working with communities to tackle... And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, hey. Big Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills. Hey, good morning sports fans, how the heck are you? Folks, I remember a little bit more than a week ago, I was spouting up some nonsense about the Red Sox being the best last place team in baseball? Well... I sure do. And while that may have been true at the time, what I did not expect was that the Red Sox would somehow miraculously pull themselves out of the divisional basement and start playing like an actual professional baseball franchise. The truth is, after last night's 8-3 win over Toronto, the Red Sox are now staring at a current five-game winning streak, which is the longest active winning streak in baseball. In fact, they've won seven out of their last 10 games, 13 out of the last 20. It not only pulls the Red Sox out of last place, it also pulls them firmly over 500 and just a half game behind Toronto, who are currently in third in the division. On the other hand, you'll never guess who happens to be in last place. It's the team with the second-highest payroll in baseball, the New York Yankees. How did something like that happen with $279 million worth of strapping young baseball talent? Well, it might have something to do with all those injuries The guys like... Aaron Judge, who's making $40 million a year. Giancarlo Stanton, is making $32 million. Or Carlos Rondon, who's making $22 million this season. There are also nine other players who are all banged up. Each one of them worth millions, too. And as a result, it is the Yankees who are now the best last-place team in baseball. How bleak the things look? Well, yesterday, Yankees general manager Brian Cashman pleaded with fans to, quote, Don't count us out. Don't give up on us. This is a championship caliber operation. Boy, it sure is. Because every team is getting last place results with luxury tax prices as a possible threat. Listen, you've got $152 million worth of players currently on injured reserve, and at least five of those players are currently on the 60-day disabled list. Yeah, the Yankees are looking like a real World Series threat right now from all those banged-up hips and shoulders and hamstrings and blown-out elbows. Meanwhile, I'm looking at the Red Sox, who are the hottest team in baseball, with a payroll that is slightly above the league average. In other words, go Red Sox! But hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. The Ego Trimmer Blower Combo Kit, 300 bucks at Rockies with your Ace Rewards card. I'm looking at this deal at the Rockies printed flyer, or if you can pick the flyer up at the store. See the deals on Rocky's website or on the Rockies app. What's on sale at Rockies? It's always at your fingertips. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic, classic. Rock. Rock 102 Springfield's classic rock at 6:14 in Boston with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102.
1: Uh, it is going to be mostly cloudy. Could see a chance of a spot shower or two, and a high of 53 tomorrow. More of the same with a high of 60. It's 44 right now in
0: downtown Springfield. You know, I know we've uh, focused a lot on this whole uh, microaggression thing uh, with the the ladies in uh, East Hampton. Yeah, and not to not to, to beat a dead horse on that because this this what I'm talking what we're talking about has nothing to do with that. But there is a certain level of uh, over hypersensitivity yeah. to certain words that you know many of us just use without really considering there may be another context involved.
1: Well, in our field of work, backs, uh, you kind of tend to analyze these things. And the, w- wait a minute, what,
0: what did you what did you call this? Our field of work. Really? Yeah. Huh. I had no idea. I was working with such a racist. I. Uh, it, you sent me this article yesterday and I just
1: wrote, Oh, for F's sake.
0: Smith College's graduate school for social work will abandon the field as well uh, abandon the term field as in going into the field or field work from its lexicon, following in the steps of other universities who've claimed that the word has connotations to slavery that could be considered offensive. While field can mean an expansive area of land or crops In academia or the sciences, it is often described work done in real-world environments. A biologist, for example, may collect field observations, or uh, you may be pulled over to uh, submit to a field sobriety test. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those kinds of things, uh, you know. uh, Yeah, they didn't use that example in the article. No, they they should have. They didn't. That's that's, that's me uh, doing some improv. Uh, We recognize that language is powerful and the phrase is such uh, of going into the field or field work may hold negative associations, according to uh, the administrators for the School of Social Work at Smith College. A a spokesperson for Smith said uh, updated language policies and other social work programs played a part in the decision of Smith administrators. This is something that uh, that happened at USC and now they're looking to uh, do this at Smith. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. When I think of, uh, you know, you're outstanding in your field, professionally, yeah. yeah. I don't think in terms of whether field is an offensive word, even if you try to associate it with something like slavery, which yeah. is really not the you intention know, behind the word.
1: <laughs> I, w- I was thinking a lot about that last night after I read this article, and I can't tell you that I ever... It ever crossed my mind Mm -hmm. that the term "what field are you in" had any ties to slavery. Like I don't think that way. Like I didn't think that it was about. I guess I could see that now that you have kind of you know uh, revealed that to me. But where this is the way it's been used, and most people who use that term don't even. They don't they're not insinuating that it's that, no, you, that it, it's some kind of racist thing. It's just the way we've learned to talk.
0: Right. Now if I were actually exhibiting uh, you know, racist thoughts or uh you know, philosophies that's or different. what that's different. If yeah. I were if I were, you know, subjecting my own prejudice onto an individual because of their the color of their skin yeah. or the religion they follow, then you could but say, "All not, right, well then, you know, then it's being off- uh, offensive." Right, but you're not. And, of course, and, and, I'm and no, not, and nobody,
1: and most people aren't. I don't even, I don't even think I've ever, <coughs> excuse me, ever even heard anybody use it in some sort
0: of racist way. No, of course not. And why would you? And even, and even if you were, let's say that you were a minority and you heard this. Yeah. Do you? Take offense to the word field? No. Should you take offense to the word field? No. I no. wouldn't think you would. If uh, if someone who is a minority was going into a field yeah. uh, where they could, uh, you know, you know, pay for uh, any number of goods and services, I wouldn't You're- think that would be a a racially motivated act.
1: Do you ever wonder, like, what's going to happen a hundred years from now, when, like, you know, we're ch- you know this. Particular period in time, people are trying to change phrases and terms. Right, and eventually, you know, those uh, what do they go go by the way of the dinosaur? Some of the you know, the, some of these uh, sure. terms and stuff. Right, but uh, is the term you're creating now gonna be offensive a hundred years from
0: now? Well, see, the thing is, uh, the thing is, between this and East Hampton with the ladies, yeah, I know. You know, what we're doing is uh, applying selective outrage to things that may or may not be offensive to anybody. You know, when I went to college, you know, the the Marquette University mascot was something known as the Warriors. Now, in fairness, the uh, the mascot itself was a Native American. Yeah. But they decided to change that, and then it became the Golden Eagles. hmm uh, many of us believe. Listen, you could get rid of the Native American imagery, but there were warriors throughout all of history, long before we even realized there were natives in the Americas. So, you know, it, it, to me, the changing of what are the name—there was
1: nobody here. We got here, and uh, Christopher Columbus discovered America and
0: uh, yeah, no, they... opened
1: the first Chipotle on uh, Mass Ave.
0: While I agree with that uh, historical statement, uh, no, there were actually people here. He didn't discover it first. He just he just yeah. got lost yeah. and bumped into it. Here's an interesting quote from one of the students that
1: they that they interviewed, uh, Ana Endo. Uh, I never really saw it that way before. He's a member of Smith College's uh, class of 2025. Said when informed of the new language policy on Tuesday, hearing about it now, I think the word has many different contexts, and it's the way that you use it that matters. But if it bothers a lot of people, it's important to address. Who is it bothering? Who? What? Like, how many people is it bothering so much that you decide, well, we can't say field of work anymore? Like, right. who is it bothering, and who is it affecting? Listen, who? This, who? They're,
0: they're, I don't know. I couldn't tell you, Steve. What I didn't realize this was going to be. There's going to be a, be a well, quiz I'm, here.
1: Yeah, I'm getting all irritated now because <laughs> well, I can't stand this. You know this whole look, thing. Look at it this way.
0: So, so language is here for us to use. Okay. And there are certain words that are, uh, you know, hurtful, certain racial epithets. Okay. Are, that. are hurtful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But when you're, you are applying outrage to words that are not inherently epithets or, you know, offensive or, uh, you know, racially targeted, or you know, consumed with hate, then you know, you're basically taking the language and you know, just dis- distorting it in such a way yeah. where there's no way to describe anything else because every word could be taken into a context. That may hurt your feelings or offend your sensibilities. This is it's so, it's impossible to go so you, and have a conversation.
1: Well, what line of work you in? Line? What? I, I, what am I in a bread line? Is that what you're insinuating? <laughs> well, yes, I work in a radio. You are in a bread line. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Uh, here's the the policy shift regarding the word field was not a reaction to complaints from students, staff, or alumni, but rather a quote. Proactive decision to bring the language of our program more in line with our goals and intention. That's according to Carolyn McDaniel, Smith's Director of Media Relations. That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Nobody complained about it. You are trying to tell everybody how to feel about it. That's manipulation of feelings. You're manipulating people. You're right. By telling people you should be offended by this. You don't need to be offended by things that don't offend you.
0: If you, uh, if you said to me that field was now going to be an offensive phrase uh, to any, uh, any ethnic group, would you have to go back in time and say that Jim Rice was the greatest guy playing out in that area to the left side of the, uh, the baseball diamond as opposed to a left fielder? Oh, you said fielder. I know. Yeah. I, would, I... would Cecil Fielder have to change his last name?
1: I don't know would they play that awful uh song by that group uh, that sings your love <laughs> the outfield No, no don't, don't say my that goodness gracious it, This is the, the again it, this is somebody telling you to be offended by it Nobody has complained it, they even yeah. said that no it, it the student saying if it bothers a lot of people it's important to address I completely agree with that but it didn't bother anybody.
0: Nobody was complaining about it. It's this. only bothered folks at Smith and at the University of Southern California. Yeah, so who That's the hell
1: do you think you are trying to ch- manipulate people's feelings and how they should feel about
0: I, I'm actually offended that you're taking words away from my language. I'm actually more offended by that. You're basically infringing on my free speech, yeah. even though there's no malice or hatred yeah. involved in the things I'm saying. I didn't go to
1: Smith College. I went to Westfield State. And we have a very limited vocabulary to begin with, so please don't try to, like, force us to learn other things.
0: It's 624 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. You've heard it or said it before. I'm lucky to have a roof over my head. It's uh, 626 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
1: You know, I'm just, uh, I had Googled uh, for that article, to pull that article up. Right. And, uh, and I had typed in uh, Northfield, Northampton. That's what I uh, typed in. And then it brings up this Northampton from Pennsylvania. It says uh, charges against Hannah Northampton's Hannah Marth, explored as javelin coach, gets arrested for getting intimate with seventeen-year-old
0: student. And yet, the word "field" is the biggest problem at Smith right now.
1: Well, again, this is a Northampton out in uh, Pennsylvania. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah. The javelin
0: coach. Yeah, well, uh, there who, who didn't see that one coming? I, I didn't see that one coming. No, but you know, you'd also have to address uh, like city names, like Springfield, Westfield, uh, Northfield. No, Greenfield. See, see, you're
1: missing the point on that. She, Am I really? Yeah, because she said it's not, it's not, it's pertaining to the field of work you're in, not, mm. not uh, all those things, because that's the problem. There's too many fields out there. And you don't want to associate
0: career. What about Mrs. Fields cookies? Do I got to stop? Oh, eating Oh, don't even get get out of here. Because if I have to stop with the Mrs. Fields, yeah. because it might be a microaggression to somebody, we're gonna have a problem. I I just I still don't
1: uh, I still don't agree with somebody trying to like use imperial your, use your. Uh, Woke imperialism to tell me how to feel about something.
0: What about Wrigley Field? They're going to have to close that down now?
1: Yeah, they'll probably have to close that one down, too.
0: Do you want to laugh? I guess. All right. It's Bax Nagel's joke of the day.
2: I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually On
0: Rock 102.
1: I
2: make you laugh? Springfield's
0: (laughs) classic rock.
1: Uh, Did you hear about the guy who says he has no butthole?
0: Uh, no, I have not. He's full of crap.
1: Ah, yeah, because yeah, he can't. Uh, there's no way to go out <laughs> with that. I don't know. Yeah, he's outstanding Ooh. in his field.
0: Stop it. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass
1: News first alert.
0: 6:32 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Naples Home Buyers. They build homes. At, they buy homes as is and offer solutions to any problems. Naples. Home buyers. There's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks,
1: Banks. Springfield Police Firearms Investigation Unit, the FIU, assisted by members of the U.S. Marshals Task Force, Mass State Police, VFOS. What is VFOS? I don't know, actually. I sat down with the uh, guys from Aquapump yesterday and we talked about PFOS. Uh-huh. That's, uh huh. That's like all the chemicals and plastics and stuff in your water. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what VFOS is.
0: VFOS. Yeah. FF. That's yeah, V is in uh, V Yeah,
2: F is in Mass
0: State Police. Uh, uh, I think. Okay, all right. All right. Anyway, well, I, don't, they, I don't know what that is.
1: They arrested a suspect uh, wanted on firearms charges uh, uh, in Springfield on Tuesday afternoon. Thirty-year-old <laughs> uh, Trey Watson was arrested on the hundred block of Cannon Circle after detectives were aware of active warrants Watson had, including a Hamden Superior Court warrant. For firearms charges, the FIU detectives observed Watson in the Orange Street area and proceeded to follow the car Watson was in uh, as a passenger until reaching Cannon Circle in Springfield. A traffic stop was then conducted, where detectives uh, recovered crack cocaine, heroin, powder cocaine, and uh, attached to his belt and more than two hundred fifty dollars in cash. Uh, he's charged with superior court warrant, carrying a firearm without a license, and extortion, and all kinds of other good stuff. <laughs>
0: Oh, Trey Watson, 30 years old, from Springfield, come on down. Uh, Estimated retail price of defending yourself in court. In court, $3,500 just for the initial arraignment. I'd like to pay no
1: more than $800. (laughs) Uh,
0: Sorry, you didn't win. That's going to be a prosecution Plinko game right there.
1: A uh, Springfield man was arrested Friday. Last Friday? Isn't today Thursday? Yeah. Okay. Uh, This is May 3rd, so this happened back on the
0: 28th? Uh, Last Thursday would have been, uh, yes. Yeah, the the 28th. 28th. Anyway,
1: he was arrested for riding a quad on Pine Street. Officers were conducting an off-highway vehicle uh, detail around 5 p.m. Friday when they allegedly saw 24-year-old Ezekiel, Alamanzar of Springfield, riding a quad with no helmet on Pine Street, officers uh, followed and arrested him on Ashley Street. He's been charged with operating a motor vehicle with a suspended license, a snow or recreational vehicle on a public way violation, and also a helmet violation. He's fighting that one though.
0: So the cops are now doing off road details. Yeah, really? Well,
1: that's that. That was the that was why they bought that thing. Remember?
0: Remember? No. remember well, what uh, thing?
1: Uh, Sarno uh, Dom Dom was out there the one day, and they were they said, "Hey, here's our new uh, ATV that we're going into the woods with to chase right. these guys." Yes, it was like a it's like a golf cart with big wheels on it, like uh, four wheels, like on one of them
0: uh, you know, ATV side by side things. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of
1: that's exactly what it is. All right, uh, so yeah, they, they they did that. They've been doing that for a couple of years now. They go on the dirt bike.
0: See, and here I was thinking, you know, plotting all my uh, my escape routes around like uh, certain you know, banks and liquor stores around the area. Yeah. Had I known they were going to be doing off-road details, I wouldn't have wasted all my time. No, I wouldn't have wasted my time either. I feel like uh, you know, I'll never get that time back. The
1: uh, This Saturday will mark the first major pride parade in Northampton since 2019. As part of tradition, the parade in Northampton celebrating the LGBTQ community is held a month early before students... From the five colleges leave for the f- uh, school this year. That's a lot. There's a lot that's new this year, including who's running it. Clay Pearson with the Hampshire Pride said they got the green light to start planning back in March. We had nine weeks to pull together a pride, and I'm very happy uh, how it's turning out. The route is also changing. This year, the parade will start at Sheldon Field. <gasps> oh, oh, no! My God, how could you gather in the field? Whoa, whoa, stay away from whoa, the field in Northampton. Oh, What What the hell is going on What kind of pride are you you expecting to have? It was sick, sick people.
0: Anyhow, so they're starting there, and And then where are they going to? And
1: end in downtown with the Pride Festival just outside the parking garage. Throughout the day, you can expect uh, drag performances, bands, and 60 vendors to fill out the parking lot. There'll be a Hampshire Pride bar crawl where you can get a colorful wristband from nine participating bars for a chance to win a free T-shirt.
0: Steve, yeah, if you participate in the bar crawl, okay... And let's say that you had uh, more than a few shots of whatever it could be. Jägermeister, Goldschlager, uh, Schnapps. And you get into a car irresponsibly. Will you then be pulled over for a field sobriety test? No, you'll be pulled over for a sobriety test.
1: Really? We're dropping the field.
0: We're dropping the field? It's too offensive. What about the word test? You know, that may yeah. be offensive to people who aren't very intelligent. Well, that that could be a test. You know what, uh, you know what's going to be really
1: tricky is a pub crawl with only two bars open in the downtown area since Eric Shore has them all closed up anyway. <laughs> it's a short crawl, yeah, it's but a, it can be
0: very effective.
1: Ah, you can go from the uh, the toasted owl uh, to that restaurant uh, the the East Side Grill. That's the two <laughs> bars that are part of the pub crawl. You might win a free t-shirt if you make it over there. <laughs>
0: A free t-shirt which they may have bought
1: 20 years ago at
0: Marshall Fields.
1: Pearson is encouraging members of the LGBT community and allies to come out and celebrate this Saturday, but also recognize the fight isn't over in the political era that is now with anti-trans, anti-drag queen, don't say gay bills. We just need to stay vigilant and honor the LGBTQ community. Here's, I'm not going to this thing. No. And, I, and I'll tell you why. Why? I don't go to any parade. I hate parades. I hate people i hate like lots and lots and lots of people yeah all shoved in it's like i'm out of my comfort zone when i go to these large events because my concern when i go to these places is where is the closest cleanest bathroom right and how long is it going to take me to get out of this mess when
0: everybody else you disperses? know what you're absolutely right yeah. let me ask you this was there ever a point in your life where you like going to places that had big fat crowds when I was when I was
1: younger, exactly. when I was
0: like 21
1: or 22, I'd love to go to a nightclub or whatever. But exactly.
0: I, now that you're over 40, and I remember uh, I remember it uh, very specifically being in a place that had like, it wasn't even the Big E, it was another event somewhere that had tons and tons of people, yeah. and I just felt like, Ugh, I cannot wait to get in my car and get the hell away from this crowd. And, it's, 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 and it had nothing to do with the crowd specifically or where we were, or just like, I think at some point, at some age, you just say, I don't need to be around all these people.
1: You know, I, uh, I, I used to have this big party at my house every year. You've you had come to it, uh, yeah. Before it was the Labor Day weekend party. I'd always throw this thing on the Sunday, uh, the day before Labor Day. And it got bigger and bigger every single year. Yes. You know, by the time, you know, in my very small house that I was in, uh, I had like 150 people on my front lawn. Right. Uh, the last year we actually did it. Which is about 145 right.
0: more people than it needed to be.
1: And then, uh, you know, when my wife passed away, because I didn't have anybody to, like, you know, help. She she basically did everything uh, as far as the decorating and making sure that everybody had fresh this and fresh that. Mm-hmm. I, I held a party. Uh, you know, as a fundraiser for for her and her memory for a couple of years, and then when the pandemic hit, like I, know. I don't want anybody at my house. I don't want like I'm I'm past that point now.
0: I'm I'm with you. I I, I you know yeah. and it's, and it has nothing to do with uh, you know anything specifically or anyone specifically. Yeah. It just like at some point you just like oh, I just it's, want to I just want to go back it, to my car. And and go.
1: I, I don't mind having people over from time to time, mm-hmm. but the gone are the days of the you know free for alls, uh, you know BYOBs, uh, that kind of thing. Like like you're part of a you're part of a a small group of people that has now yeah. been invited to the yeah. You
0: know, at, at one point, and it wasn't too long ago, we were having this discussion. You know, uh, you know me and my wife about uh, you know, do we want to go to the road race this year, mm-hmm. or we want to go to the uh, the St. Patrick's Day parade in Holyoke, and uh, I think she could see the total disinterest in my face when she said, "You don't really want to go to that, do you?" And I, no, I don't well, really want to. I go mean, to think that. about it. You I already, mean, everyone says it's a party; it's a lot of fun. It's like, and fifty thousand people and, down there,
1: and they're not wrong. It is a lot of fun. Yeah, there is a lot
0: of people there. Oh yeah, but now I'm to the point
1: where I only want a little bit of that. Like I could I could handle that for maybe forty-five minutes. And then I want to get out of there. But that's the thing, getting out is you, you know,
0: all these people are coming in and you want to go out. Yeah. It's hard to do that. There there's a fun to inconvenience ratio out there. And I don't know where that we you know where that is. I I don't know how it uh, what separates having fun from you know being uh you know intimidated by a large crowd. It lies somewhere in between. I wish it was there. But yeah. now I find myself going to the inconvenienced heart more than you know the fun is worth all the inconvenience at 55 56 years old no no No. it's it's really not it's not it's not no ever
1: i i don't i don't want to have that much fun
0: anymore no god you know what i'm up to here with fun i'm out of it yeah fun uh, out of my system that that thing uh, fun uh, what do we want fun
1: for nobody wants fun anymore
0: and what do you mean fun like how much fun am i supposed to have
1: you're supposed to have a tons of fun. I don't know if I want to tons of fun. I'll take a a peck of fun.
0: Really? Yeah. A hmm. bushel of fun. <sighs> what about a field of fun? How
1: would no, you feel no, no, about no, no, that? No 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 no. A field of fun. Uh, you wouldn't want a whole field of it? I that would offend me uh, beyond words.
0: Okay. Uh, be, two, be that way.
1: Two men uh <sighs> what is, what is with, oh yeah I oh, guess all right so I guess it was Wait, today's Thursday, right? Yes, it is. All right. Two men from Springfield and West Springfield were arrested Thursday for a burglary at a pawn shop in Waterville, Maine, in April of 2022. So they arrested him last Thursday, and we're just hearing about it now, a week it's later. it
0: been over a year.
1: Well, over a year, but then over a week since the news came out. An investigation right. by Waterville Police... Springfield police and the ATF found the 20-year-old Damian Marcel Alexander of Springfield in Waterville, Maine, and 21-year-old Ryan Ansart of uh, West Springfield as the alleged suspects of theft. According to the ATF, 14 handguns were taken from the pawn shop on April 10th of 2022. Two masked men smashed a glass window window to enter the store and used a hammer to smash displays. Ansart and Marshall Alexander have been charged. By a criminal complaint with theft of firearms or uh, from a licensed firearms dealer. Hmm. Damn. Okay. Yeah, that's what happens. <sighs> Listen, you rob a gun shop over a year ago. Eventually, all your friends will find out about it now.
0: Yeah, but for that one year, everything was running clear. You know, everything was good for that one year. It
1: was going good, wasn't
0: it? Your
1: uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, mostly cloudy. Chance of a spot shower uh, throughout the day. High of 53. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 60. It's 44 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102.
0: Oh, yeah. Live in concert, Saturday nights at 9 on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. at 651. And the Kinks with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: It's going to be uh, mostly cloudy today with a high of 53. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 60. It's 44 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Steve, did you realize that you could, if you were eligible to win, uh, one word away to win $1,000 here in on Rock 102? Uh, no, I didn't know that. Uh, after 8 o'clock, as well as 11, 2, and 5 today, listen for the $1,000 keyword to cash. Then enter that keyword into rock102.com. Before midnight for a chance to win $1,000. Play every weekday to increase your chances. It's your chance of putting 1000 bucks in your pocket with the keyword to cash. Brought to you by textmefortires.com, Kim Keough of the uh, Nielsen team, Libby Keller Williams, and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock.
1: You know, it was uh, pointed out, and I should make note of this, that, uh, you know, with all the, th- the Smith College uh, not wanting to use the word field and uh, telling mm-hmm. people that uh, somebody was offended by that, apparently. Um, and... We we've gotten rid of like in real estate listings the mat the term master bedroom because it has slavery connotations to it you know or, yeah or I, I, references. Guess I, I guess um, I never really
0: thought of it that way
1: well that's the thing nobody really thinks of it that way it's just the uh, now uh, we got we can't take we can't call it a master bedroom it's the main bedroom
0: do I have to uh, change certain uh, alone time activities because it may offend somebody. Uh...
1: Yes. Am yes, I going to uh, really? Yes. Yes. But uh Smith College still offers master's degrees.
0: Ooh. You know, dude, you are right about that. Yeah. Well, so. you might want to consider what, re, you might want to reconsider renaming that.
1: Yeah. Huh. yeah. Yeah. Now who's talking? Yeah. Now who's talking? Yeah. Now who's talking? Uh, hey, yes. You want a letter? I Yes, let's I talk about a letter. A
0: letter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, we get letters. We get letters every day. Mailman, Mailman, Mail today. I read my letter. Oh, we get letters. Oh, we get letters. letters. Oh, boy. Mailman. Mail today.
1: This one titled Backs Offended Me. We're talking about offensive things. Well, now what did I do? Well, this is from the Hawkman. You know, our good friend, the Hawkman, out in the wear. Right. Uh, During Baxter's view from the couch, he referred to the injured Yankees as disabled list. And that is very offensive uh, to me uh, actually being somebody who has a disability because of my spinal cord in the MLB. And they have for years referred to the list as the injured list. Because, in fact, when someone gets hurt, it doesn't leave them disabled. They're injured. He insulted me and my people who are disabled. And I don't think he wants me to go public with it. I think Bax owes me an apology. Thank you, the Hawkman.
0: I'm sorry, Hawkman.
1: Listen, in Bax's defense, uh, Steve, the way the Yankees have been playing, they are disabled. I mean, they ha like considering yeah. you've yeah, got yeah. you know like nine,
0: <laughs> yeah. ten players yeah. on the injured list. Yeah. yeah, they're kinda they're kinda playing like uh yeah. they're they're not moving very far. But you, uh Mr. Offensive over there. First you're talking
1: about people working out in their fields and now you're referring to people on the disabled list? <laughs>
0: What's wrong with you? I'm just a lot more insensitive than I thought I was.
1: Yeah, but I, again, again, I was thinking about things that like what will be offensive a hundred years from now. Yes. Yesterday, I'm driving, uh, I'm driving down in Connecticut, right, and I and I and I'm stopped at a at a construction zone in Stafford, like they were waiting for for uh, traffic to be let through. Sure. And I look behind me, and there's a guy with one of them handicap placards in his in his uh, on his rear view mirror. And I got a few minutes to sit and contemplate this, and I noticed that that handicap placard is the one where the wheelchair looks like it's moving really fast. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to the the uh, old standard a stationary,
0: a stationary one. Yeah, yeah. And
1: then so they they've changed that to in to, to make people feel better about having disabilities, because yeah, yeah, you're you're not just some uh, stale. Uh, Stick figure in a wheelchair. Right. You're a stale stick figure in a moving wheelchair.
0: Have you ever seen or met anyone that, would, that broke down in tears because they were saddened by a street sign?
1: No, I think they were more saddened by the fact that they wouldn't be able to walk again. Yeah, I would think that was to, yeah. you know, a uh, thing. But will that emblem, a hundred years from now, be offensive? Yeah. Oh, we, can't, we
0: can't be showing people in that light. <laughs> Listen. Listen, if we put the pictures, graphics on these parking spaces, that may hurt their feelings. Yeah. Or these bathrooms, even though they're more spacious and closer to the door. Yeah.
1: I'd take those any day. Absolutely. Me Ah, too. Well, there you go. There's your letters. (laughs) South have the uh, Union uh, Firefighter President uh, Kevin LaPierre coming up uh, just after 7 o'clock at 6.56 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. The Springfield Rocks.
0: And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your grilling headquarters, Weber, Big
1: Green Egg, Uni Pizza Ovens, and Traeger Wood Fired Grills.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans, how the heck are you? Hey, remember a few days ago when I was lamenting the notion that facing the elimination in a Game 7 playoff situation is highly overrated and fraught with nauseating risk? Well, I still believe that to this very day just days after it happened to the Bruins in the opening round of the NHL playoffs. Well, the Boston Celtics are currently in a seven-game series with the Philadelphia 76ers, and even though the Celtics lost game one the other night by only five points, thanks to a 45-point performance by Philadelphia's James Harden, last night only confirmed that postseason play can be just as thrilling without the hassle of a game seven situation. Last night, the Celtics beat the 76ers in Game 2 by a score of 121-87. to That's a lopsided difference of 34 points. I checked it twice. It was a total blowout. Jalen Brown, 25 points, Malcolm Brogdon, 23. At the end of the night, I found that the result was every bit as enjoyable as anything that could possibly happen during a Game 7. And yet people are mired in this delusion that it's more exciting to win in 7 games. Now. Despite the Sixers having uh, MVP Joel Embiid back last night, that dude only managed 15 points. And James Harden, who was lights out on Monday, only able to cough up 12 points last night. Why? Because the Celtics are playing like they actually wanted to win. Now, I've done all the complicated math, and according to my best estimation, the Celtics could potentially bury this series in five games. Granted, they have the next two games at Philadelphia, but game five would put them back in Boston next Tuesday, and frankly, I'd be okay with that just as long as the Celtics win the next two games because one loss puts them to having to play in game six in Philadelphia, and two losses mean they have to win the next two after that, and that means more sleepless nights and needless aggravation. So no, let's not make that a consideration. Let's blow these jerks out in five and be done with it. That way we can move into the Eastern Conference Finals with a clear conscience. But hey, NFMI of my and sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Hey, anybody know anything about grills around here? Well, there's a trained grill expert at every Rockies Ace Hardware. In Palmer, it's Jeffrey. Rockies is your grilling destination. Weber, Big Green Egg, Traeger Wood Fire Grills, the Uni Oven, and introducing the Blackstone Outdoor Griddles. All available to neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7:11 and Pink Floyd with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102.
1: Uh, cloudy today with a high of 53. It's 44 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, there's a Rockies Ace Hardware in uh, in South Hadley. Yes. And uh, I believe they should be stocking up on garden hoses because come July 1st, townspeak people are going to need them. Yes, they... Oh, well, you're absolutely yeah. right about
0: that. Uh, yesterday, we uh, read a story uh, from, I believe it was uh, Western Mass News, that... Uh, no, it South-
1: was 22 News, actually.
0: Well, be that as it may, that, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, yes, uh, that uh, South Hadley has uh, voted, or taxpayers have voted to uh, defund the, the fire department and EMTs. And uh, the chief said that this will uh, basically mean there'll be no services out of uh, Fire District 1. Yeah. for ref- fire or EMT service.
1: And on the phone to uh, talk about this whole debacle this morning is uh, the president of the Firefighters Union 5048, uh, Kevin LaPierre. Kevin, good morning. How are you, man? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you today? Good. Tell us uh, tell us what transpired and why we're not going to have any uh, fire services come July 1st.
3: Yeah, so there was a uh, little over 30 articles to vote on that night, and... All but one, which was Article 5, had passed. Article 5 was voted down, and that consists of chief's salary, our salaries, uh, the stipends for the credential board, and the clerk-treasurer uh, wages as well. Um, so they voted to pay for the trucks to fuel and the toilet paper, but nobody in there to use any of it.
1: All right, I'm I'm reading uh, you know some of the articles here this morning, and then this uh, there's some guy from South Hadley said over two years the tax levy for the fire district went from 2.8 million to 3.8 million dollars, so that's slightly higher than a 30 percent increase. Is that true?
3: Um, so I know in the last year, between last year and this year, it's a 17 percent increase, Um, and the tax levy does go up and down certain years, depending on how much free cash was left over from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's a little disingenuous. A few years ago, it had actually gotten down. Um, yeah, I did And I, I, it's all, and, and all I different d- things affect how much of the budget we used, you know.
1: I did notice that. I went back and looked at the uh, the property taxes in South Hadley, and it went from like $16 to like $17 and then back to $16, and now it's back to $17. So there really hasn't been seemingly... This giant increase in property taxes, and is is this a misconception? Why are why would they defund your salaries to not have any services?
3: You know, the only thing I can think of is why they voted that article down is because it includes the Prudential board stipends. But to be honest, that that doesn't really affect those three people because it's less than two thousand dollars for the whole year. Most of those those guys don't really do it for the the pennies. They they're just doing it to the for the interest of the town right this is uh um,
0: this is kevin Lapierre, the president of a uh, local 5048 the uh, firefighters union in south hadley so so let's just to clarify here when yesterday when we read the story from from western mass news where it was said that there would be uh there that there would be n- no response there would be nobody to respond to 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 fire calls or emt service well, you're I, 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 just clarify. This does not mean no service. This means just no increases for those who are working in those jobs.
3: So they they, they voted down funding our salaries in total. In total, they voted okay. Our raise, so we would have zero pay as of July first.
0: Okay, so that's what I want to understand. So if 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 that is the case. As, uh, as someone who has been uh, working with uh, firefighters for a long period of time, uh, it's my understanding that there's still plenty of things in South Hadley to get injured on and burn. So what ha- happens with, the, uh, with a now defunded uh, you know, department? I mean, do you expect other departments to help? Uh, and, and is that even realistic?
3: It, it's really not realistic. You know, we provide mutual aid to all of our surrounding communities. We're primary fire Uh, Response and mutual uh, ALS mutual aid to District 2. Um, They only run uh, two personnel during the day. You know, it's just not realistic at all. There's no private ambulance service that can come in and and take over for us either. Uh, It's it's pretty just ridiculous. You know, there's of these people that voted down, there's some of them are elected officials in the town as well. So it's pretty disheartening. You, so so uh,
1: that, that leads me to my next question: Do you think some of these voters were misinformed about what they were doing when they voted to defund the the fire department, as opposed to we're not giving you a raise increase this year?
3: You, you know, they may have. I, I can't tell you what you know those individuals were told. Uh, it just it doesn't make sense to me why you would not fund the salaries if you had an issue with mine items. Why would you not just vote down that right. part of the budget?
0: Right, right. Now, my now my understanding, Kevin, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, the department was already short on uh, on firefighters as far as, like, your your numbers were concerned. They were already short on that.
3: Yeah, so we currently run four groups of six with the four-man minimum. Two of those have to be a paramedic. Um, and for comparison, East Hampton does similar call volume numbers. Right now, they are groups of seven, and they just got a grant to go to eight. Um, and we just got our six over the last two years. Which is part of the reason for the total budget increase, which actually wasn't all that much. It was only a little over one hundred and fifty-four thousand.
0: Now we uh, yesterday we, we looked at the map of what is involved in the in the in the first fire district, the district number one in South Hadley. It covers an enormous part of the town. So uh, yeah. th- this uh, does not
3: like two thirds.
0: Yeah, two thirds. So this doesn't affect the uh, the, the. I believe there, there are th- uh, three fire districts in town. There's two. There's two. Okay, so it doesn't affect number two. It only affects number one.
3: Correct. So when they there's a... have their own vote and, and everything else as well.
0: And 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 how many uh, firefighters are in district two?
3: I don't know how many full time members they have, but they run one full time firefighter during the day, and they have an on call person that will meet the ambulance on scene.
0: Boy, that dude is going to be awfully busy. Yeah, isn't he? he's going
3: to be very very busy. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, yep. I mean. so have you ever, have you looked into this to see, like, what do they do in a situation like this where a, a town has been completely defunded? Do do they ask for the mutual aid, or is that what, I mean, is that what that's for, or I don't understand any of this. I'm just asking.
3: Yeah, so mutual, there's no way mutual aid's going to be able to keep up with the call volume we have. We do, uh, last year was the busiest year the district has ever seen. We did a little over 3,000 calls total. Um, with the vast majority of those being EMS calls. Um, and we're an ALS-level service, so we're the higher level of care. Uh, District 2 is a B- uh, BLS-level service, so they couldn't even provide what our taxpayers would be paying for. Um, Chickabee's the same thing. They don't have an ALS service. Um, and Granby only runs one ambulance. There's no way they can keep up with our call volume. Not to mention the, the time for response would be insane.
0: Mm. yeah I would ima- I mean I would imagine so if you're if you're cut down by you know 26 full-time members of the district al- already as a result of this is there any uh, you know recourse that the district can do to either you know reopen these discussions and, and and have this worked out Is there some sort of potential of a compromise
3: Yeah so the meeting wasn't closed they just uh, continued it um, the board is meeting tomorrow to try to figure out when that is going to be uh, we're hoping sometime this month, uh, but it's going to take all of our citizens to get out there and really vote for us. Uh, I don't know what their their plan is to, you know, come back out and vote us down again or not. But we really need everybody out there because yeah. what they don't realize is there's no fire department. Their taxes and their insurance rate are going to skyrocket.
1: Yeah, and and you know that's that's a good point because it, you know unfortunately a lot of people don't pay attention to what's going on at their town meetings. Only when we're you know we're faced with a crisis, and obviously we're now faced with a crisis. If you live in South Hadley, so this is probably the good time to come out to the meeting and say, "Hey, uh, don't get carried away here."
0: Well, I, I think the solution here, Kevin, and you can uh, you can back me up on this, is if you're going to get hurt, get hurt in Holyoke, and if you're going to burn yeah. something, burn something in some other town. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Go to heaven. Yeah, as of July first, if nothing changes, I, I, that would be my recommendation. <laughs> now,
1: is there any money in the budget to train citizens to fight their own fires, put tourniquets on, things like that?
3: Well, there's a lot of fuel that's not going to be used, so I guess they can uh, use that money. Do you have, you have like an old, either, you have an old, fire don't wagon? Them, you have an old fire
1: wagon. You have an old fire wagon the folks go can to use. The fire
3: museum and get one, I guess. The bucket brigade Somebody from the Connecticut River. Yeah, yeah, yep. There All you right. go. Just jump right in.
0: Uh, Kevin LaPierre is the uh, president of the local uh, 5048 Firefighters Union in uh, South Hadley. We wish you all the best of luck, Kevin. Hopefully this gets resolved real quick.
3: Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks no problem.
0: Time. It's 721 with Baxen Nagel and Rock 102. And
3: the, and the winner, winner of $3,000 with the Rock, Rock 102's, 102's Pick Your, Pick Your Project, Project,
0: built by, by Dave Miner. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 726 and Queen with Baxen Nagel and Rock 102.
1: Uh, you know, it was pointed out, because Dan Brown's going to give you the weather in a second anyway. Um, <clears throat> it was pointed out to me that uh, South Hadley Fire District, number one. Also includes Mount Holyoke College, over two thousand students and staff. Mm-hmm. That would mean no coverage for them. Yeah, that's right. Don't they have like? Aren't you, if you live long enough in a place for most of the year, aren't you considered then a voter? To when you, if you, can you register to vote to to be a voter in that town?
0: Uh, if you're over the age of eighteen, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how it is for college students because they're not year long residents, but I don't know that. I'm yeah, totally I, uh, speaking I'm out of not, my ass.
1: yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure. But that uh, that was an interesting stat. Yeah, the the, the, the college kids.
0: I mean, we, we, you know, yesterday you were reading off some of the names of the streets that are involved in, and yeah. that are you know, are encompassed by that by that district. And like these, you know, Kevin just said it's it's two thirds of the town. Right, two thirds of the town are going to be without. Fire or emergency coverage, and like I uh, said,
1: that one guy at District Two was like, "Oh, I'm not ready for this. Yeah, I'm not ready for any of this. Yeah, because
0: because you know, while uh, District One was getting three thousand calls, he was probably getting a thousand calls or fifteen hundred calls. Now that one guy is going to be have to be responsible for forty five hundred calls. You know, here's here's what I'm guessing would happen because he said the meeting wasn't
1: closed; it was still open. So I'm sure that hopefully. People will come to their senses and realize, it's not that you want to defund, you just don't want to pay any more money, and I totally understand totally that. Totally
0: understand that, but but that is yeah. one of those essential services that unless, if you're not willing to pay for, you're severely damaging yeah. the quality of life of your town.
1: And uh, Mr. LaPierre had a good point about, you know, if you have, an, you, have a, you have an issue with a line item on a budget, that's different. That's like okay, we're not going to give you the $25,000 it is to get this rescue boat or something. Right. You have to continue using the equipment that you already have. That's understandable, but to defund the entire fire department, <laughs> come on. What's going on up? What's going on in Berkshire County?
0: It's uh they're not in Berkshire. Or Hampshire Hampshire, Hampshire, Hampshire.
1: Yeah, well, it feels like the Berkshires.
0: It's 729 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Cloudy skies this morning with some patchy drizzle. The bulk of the day, it'll be dry. 732 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Planet Fitness. This year, millions will be diagnosed with low energy, but there's a cure. Join Planet Fitness for just 10 bucks a month and find your big fitness energy in a clean, spacious environment free zone. Uh, Deal ends soon. Head the home club for details. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Max. The Springfield man has
1: been arrested for a shots fired incident on Federal Street in April. Springfield police arrested 30-year-old Francesco Escobar Pizarro of Springfield Wednesday around 7.30 a.m., at an apartment on Temple Street. He's been charged with uh, carrying a loaded firearm without a license, carrying a firearm without a license, discharging a firearm within 500 feet of a building, and he's currently pending firearm charges and heroin distribution charges in Hamden Superior Court.
0: Estimated retail price of defending yourself in court: $4,500 for the initial arraignment and dangerousness hearing. All right, Francesco, what is your bid? Uh,
1: sixty bucks. Uh, I'm sorry. No. That's all you have left. That's too bad. Yeah, that is too bad. Um Francisco Escobar. Like Pablo Escobar. Like <laughs> Pablo Francisco Escobar. Oh he my does God. voices. He does the movie guy voice.
0: Pablo Francisco.
1: Yeah. When he, when when he got arrested, when this guy got arrested, he was
0: in a world. <laughs> Six charges. One sticks.
1: That was like the only thing Pablo Francisco had going for him, wasn't it? Was the movie um, guy
0: voice? It was the movie guy voice, and lots uh, of cocaine. Uh, that can only be assumed based upon the many times that he was on our show.
1: I just remember him uh, showing up the one day, and he was just like, "Wow!" Like <laughs> out there. I'm like, "How do you have this much energy at 6:45? Because the, the morning? guy probably
0: hadn't slept in like four days on uh, a bender. I'm sure he had
1: uh, some some help, you know? Yes. There was no snow that day, but there was plenty of snow. uh, Oh, yeah. Absolutely. There was a
0: blizzard, and that guy's uh, in the green room. Let's get
1: to the real hard news. Two times a year, mass wildlife will stock local ponds and rivers across the Commonwealth with hatchery raised trout. However, a recent study found that a majority of trout in the Deerfield River are wild and not hatchery raised. Really? Yeah. Huh. Over the last four years, Mass. Wildlife has been studying the Deerfield River and its brown trout population. (laughs) (laughs) Ever had a brown trout problem? While surveying the river near the uh, Fife Brook Dam and Route Two Bridge Cross in Charlemont, they discovered that more than 80 percent of the brown trout are born in the wild. Due to the study, Mass. Wildlife says they no longer need to stock that section of the river with brown trout.
0: I've seen some brown trout get away.
1: There's plenty of brown trout in this uh, body of water. Mm-hmm. You don't need any more. Yeah, no kidding. You know what I'm saying.
0: Oh yeah, listen, I've uh, I've caught a few and uh, let it back out into the uh, into the water.
1: Yeah, I've uh, I've did a brown trout in the ocean once yeah. when I was a kid. You should have seen the one that got away. Oh boy. I remember I t- I tell you I went deep sea fishing with my dad and my brother years ago and we uh, we went out of like New Jersey. Okay. and uh, we couldn't go out onto the high seas because it was too rough so they went back into the bay where like new york city is and the right. you know the harbor and all that stuff and uh, <laughs> there was a, we we went fluke fishing instead of blue fishing because you can only because you actually fluke.
0: found a fish at the fluke
1: yeah and uh, there was a a used prophylactic floating by the boat and then the the first mate on the boat goes ah don't worry about that that's just a staten island rubber fish <laughs> You don't want to eat those. And I was like 11 years old, and I'm like, what does that mean? I don't even know what that is. What is that thing floating in the And they're all like laughing on the boat, and I'm just like this kid going, well, I, I don't understand. What do you mean? Oh, but that thing put up a fight. No, and then in my head, I'm like, oh, where did the rubber fish come from? Then? <laughs> Oh, she's a beauty. Anyone who's ever known, uh, who's ever flown knows it's not uncommon for flights to be delayed. It could be for any number of reasons, whether waiting for flight crews to awi- arrive uh, from other delayed flights, maintenance, and in extreme cases, security breaches are just a few. For passengers hoping to board a flight from Houston to Atlanta on Wednesday, it was a different type of delay. Bees on the wing. Bees? Bees. Twitter uh, user Anjali Angeti, uh shared a photo of a group of bees that had congregated on a wingtip. She noted crews wouldn't let passengers board until the swarm was removed. In one photo, oh my God. The whole like tail end of the plane is covered in bees. It's crazy. I'll that uh, up. I, I could work for the 22 News crew. Guess what I saw? Swarm of bees. It was all over the tail. Uh, in one photo shared uh, seen below, the swarm can be seen covering the upper half of the wingtip, is entirely concealing the blue color of the piece. Uh, and Jetty explained in a Twitter thread that crews hoped to bring a beekeeper in, but according to the flight's captain, they wouldn't be allowed to touch the airplane for similar reasons. The plane couldn't be sprayed by pest control, and a hose wasn't available to spray them off. How is a hose not available to spray them off? Don't they have ho- they have hose. Oh my God! Look at that. I know. It's almost like
0: uh, it doesn't even look real
1: you know you know what it looks like when uh, when Spider-Man went dark and he had that black web yeah you know, right right when he was uh, all the black uh, it, thing that came out of his hand that's what it looks like all over the wing
0: to me it kind of looks like uh, you know when Harrison Ford got uh, you know, encased in carbon and uh, oh, yeah. you know, the, the Empire strikes back yeah you know, and it kind of looks like that like it's all it's all black and nasty.
1: Uh, the captain told passengers he was going to taxi the plane and hope the bees leave. After the flight crew uh, deplaned, ground equipment was used to push the plane back. At that point, the bees finally left the wing. Delta confirmed the rare but not unheard of occurrence uh, in a statement saying, "Believe leave it or not. Delta flight 1682 from Houston uh, to Atlanta took a delay this afternoon. Get it? Believe it. Yeah,
0: I got it. That is so funny.
1: You know what? Uh, I don't think you should be using pun humor in a situation where passengers are pissed off because they didn't get on the plane. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I mean, if you have somebody on that plane that's allergic to bees and a bee yeah. somehow gets into the plane yeah. and they're stung and you're mid-flight and you got some uh, you know, some poor sap getting stung is going into some sort of uh, anaphylactic shock. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? Three hours
1: this plane was delayed. Can you imagine waiting three hours? You're sitting on this plane. You can't get off of it all because of the swarm of bees.
0: Does not anybody have uh, like a can of Raid in the duty-free shop or something? Uh, it, um, they, I, they should. I would think so. Just go inside, get a couple cans of Raid, and that, those bees will uh, hop right off that thing. In 2016,
1: a swarm of honeybees grounded a U.S. Air Force fighter jet. Crew members at Joint Base...
0: <laughs> base. Base.
1: Langley Ustis in Virginia uh, noticed nearly 20,000 bees on the exhaust nozzle of an F-22 Raptor after flight operations. Beekeeper and retired U.S. Navy veteran Andy Westrich was able to collect the bees with vacuum hoses and safely relocate the colony. Uh, We're going to bring the retired guy in here with a shop vac and get Mm -hmm. rid of these things. I
0: was watching some video online of some woman who removes bees for a living.
1: They're pretty nasty.
0: Yeah, they're pretty nasty, but like if if the uh, they're at a, in a hive, and all the bees are working to protect the queen, uh, you know, you, could, you could, this one was putting her whole uh, her hands, her arms into a into a beehive and just taking them away.
1: Yeah, that's and they uh...
0: were her, her arms were not covered. I mean, I don't know how the hell they, that even happens. It's like when you see video, some guy who's got like a, a beard of bees, yeah. and he's not getting stung. <laughs> no way, th- no way, I, dude! I'd never I, take that job. I saw one video where they went into a house and
1: there was honey oozing from the walls because there were so many bees inside this abandoned home. When they started mm-hmm. ripping down the plaster, they realized like how many bees were back there. Yeah, that would have been fresh honey,
0: and that would be great. And if you ever uh, tried to buy like raw organic honey in a yeah. grocery store, it is not cheap stuff. No, you
1: might as well get it local, right there from the wall. That's it. Uh, You know how uh, thieves might threaten a clerk demanding money or else? Sure. And the or else always seems a little scary. Well, in this case, the or else was just, "Eh, I guess go back shopping in the store. On Monday, a woman in Texas named Brandy Ackerman walked up to a grocery store clerk, pulled a knife out of her jacket. She demanded that the clerk open the cash register, but the clerk refused. So Brandy put the knife back in her jacket and said, "Eh, I was just kidding anyway. Then she went back to shopping. She later paid for her items and left. Brandy was gone by the time she uh, by the time the police showed up, but they later caught her and charged her with aggravated robbery. She's being held in jail now on a hundred fifty thousand dollar bond. Talk about inflation! Look at the grocery bill this week. It's one hundred fifty. It's fifteen thousand dollars for did the ten percent down.
0: She, did she at least pull out her uh, her uh, customer card? Save yeah. a few bucks at the gas pump.
1: Yeah, I don't think that works.
0: You don't think so? No. How
1: yeah, many uh, How many How many go points you get at Stop and Shop for that? Is that uh, that's like uh, $600 off a gallon of gas yeah. for your next uh, your next
0: visit? I think at least that much. Yeah. And
1: let me see her mugshot. I got to Oh, yeah. She looks like somebody who would threaten somebody with a knife. What's her name again? Brandy? She's a fine girl. Yeah, what a Ackerman. A C K E R M A N
0: okay Uh, no that that's uh brandy you say right yeah b-r-a-n-d-y okay and oh yeah that's what i'm talking about yeah well listen you don't want to judge a book by its cover yes
1: you do yes you do no yeah i would judge that
0: come on i think she's just a misunderstood lady
1: how many look we all judge books by their cover
0: i won't even buy a book without a cover
1: i didn't uh i was forced to read uh, catcher in the rye Looking at that cover, it was just a blank cover. Didn't have anything on it.
0: Yeah, you going to judge that? Yeah, how is that interesting? Classic piece of uh, yeah. fiction like that? Yeah.
1: You want to get me to read something, put a picture of Alfred E. Newman on the front of it. Now or yeah. a spy versus spy cartoon. I'll read that.
0: I saw a picture of uh, Brandy Ackerman. Would you uh, buy that book?
1: No, I wouldn't buy that book at all. <laughs>
0: If it's that scary on the outside, yeah. it's going to be worse on the inside. Your uh, Pioneer Valley
1: forecast today going to be cloudy with a high of 53. Could see a chance of a spot shower or two. Tomorrow, uh, more of the same with a high of 60. It's 44 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's
0: the news on Rock 102.
1: Ah, yeah. Let's get re-
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 748 and Brian Adams. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Summer is 69. <laughs> Summer. <laughs> Adams. That's so funny.
0: Hey, uh, get a load of this. Uh, as you know, the uh, daily podcast, always available on uh, rock102.com and yeah. various other platforms. But Baxi's musical podcast uh, this week, my guest has been uh, Fergal Lawler, the drummer for the Cranberries, band that sold more than 50 million albums. It's a really cool interview. You can check that out on all those platforms too. My next guest next Monday is uh, 80s sensation Josie Cotton. You may remember her from the uh, the Mirtha song, uh, Johnny, Are You Queer?
1: No. Uh, was it uh, Cotton Eye Joe, though? Is <laughs> no, it, uh...
0: no. Uh, Josie Cotton is responsible for that song. It was a song that was done by the, uh, the Go-Go's first, mm-hmm. uh, but she had a, an MTV hit with it. Actually, it was a really interesting interview. She's got a new album out that, uh, that came out this week, and it's really, really good. And then in the next couple of weeks, I got a couple of David Bowie-related interviews. Uh, The Bowie World Fan Convention is going on next month in uh, New York. There's also another one in Liverpool. Uh, Some really cool interviews of people that uh, knew Bowie very, very well. I don't want to say who yet, but that's coming up all the next couple of weeks on uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on rock102.com.
1: You can hear that later, but now hear this.
0: Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on rock 102.
1: (laughs) You know what day it is? Thursday? Yeah, but what day? What Thursday is it?
0: Uh, thirsty Thursday? It's May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. And also with you.
1: I think we did this last
0: year. I don't remember this. I just remember Ranch Dressing Day.
1: Yeah, Happy Star Wars Day! Young Jedi Adventures and Star Wars Visions Volume Two dropped today on Disney Plus, and Ahsoka is coming out this August. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Uh, so May the Fourth be with you, Banks,
0: and also with you. No, no, not really. Is that isn't that the, uh, the typical response?
1: You know what? Uh, I'm sick of celebrating this day because all I can think of is George Lucas rolling around naked in hundred dollar bills giving the finger to everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all I, that's all I can picture in my yeah. head. Not not that I want to picture George Lucas naked, rolling around in $100 bills. No, but, but you, uh,
0: you'd like to think that uh, you, for a moment, could live his life. Yeah, yeah. Hey, for just
1: $29.99 now, you can buy a Charmin toilet paper hoodie that features one of the Charmin bears and says, own the throne across it. The kicker, the hood features cute little bears on my top. Oh yeah, I'm Charmin clean. That's how I know they're clean. Oh, I hated that commercial. The hell is that? That's the commercial. That's the clean about cleaning your hiney. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah but uh, that a Charmin toilet paper hoodie. Now nah, I'm all set. It's it's white uh,
0: when it starts
1: out. I that's what <laughs> I'm saying. But by the end of it, it gets uh, a little bit, uh, uh, a little bit filthy. A little get, uh, a little bit uh, grimy if you will, eventually. (laughs) Uh, Another clip of Florida Man claims that he was brutally attacked by a man with a golf club for walking on the cart path of a golf course. Eddie Orobitige was arrested for the incident. Uh, This is the victim, Joseph Sivak, talking uh, about allegedly being attacked by Eddie. Get the F off of there, really angry and i turned around like we're getting off sorry and continues swearing at me and my wife was there she's yelling stop stop let's get away from him he lunges at me this habit twice like with the golf club i'm like stop it stop it you can't hit me she just told me this today i had the same thought she said um this is how i'm gonna lose him it's like a living hell it's like a nightmare damn, damn. a little heated uh yeah, heated no- argument on the golf course yeah
0: no kidding I mean, it's just a I just want to play through.
1: I, uh, I'm, now I'm thinking of uh, the Michael Douglas in in Falling Down, where he <laughs> walks across the golf course, and the guy's telling him, hey, you can't walk across here. And then he pulls out a gun, and then the guy starts going into cardiac arrest. Meanwhile, the golf cart rolls away into a pond where all his pills and medication are to save him from the heart attack. Aww. And he's like, ah, oh, you got your pills in there? oh well, that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, uh, yeah. moving on to our next clip, uh, a deputy in Florida is getting praised for helping deliver a baby on the side of the road. Here is audio of the birth from Master Deputy Daniel Red Jones's body cam. She's
0: ready to go. Okay, all right. Look at me. Look at me. Breathe through. All right, Mama. No. Is this your first baby? No. How I'm many?
3: It's a
0: six. Six. Woo! No, oh, yeah. Y'all need a better hobby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay.
3: <laughs> oh
0: oh yeah. yeah. Give me a fifty-two. Ah, she's coming. There we go! I got a baby! Don't pull, don't pull. Ugh. There you go, mama! Ah, I told that's, you I didn't that's want that's to nice. deliver a baby! Another baby! <laughs> oh, right. pretty little girl! Let, let,
1: this just reminded me of something I've been wanting to talk about for the last
0: few weeks. Okay.
1: A few weeks ago, I'm driving on Route 202 in between Westfield and Holyoke, right when you come over the mountain and you come down into where Homestead Avenue sure. is. Sure. There's a beaver that got annihilated by a, probably a, a Mack truck or some sort of giant, uh, you know, a semi-truck. Because the thing was, you could tell it was a beaver because of the giant tail. But that thing was huge. Big beaver. That, no one has pushed it out of the road. It has completely flattened now. And it's just like...
0: It's just part of the street.
1: Pieces of beaver all over the street. And it's... And it's like smashed beaver. Yeah. Like smashed, wet, sloppy beaver yeah. right into the road. Of course. Is that what they do with the placenta after they deliver oh, a baby cr- on the side no, of the road? No, that's disgusting. What? I'm just asking. Disgusting. It's not disgusting. It's a perfectly legitimate question. I thought they go around with the with the town and they take a <laughs> shovel and they shovel that stuff off and at least throw it off to the side of the road so it's not in traffic anymore. <sighs>
0: I don't know, but if this one in South Hadley, they wouldn't take care of it. Yeah, I know. That's yeah, well. There's right. nobody there to take care of it. <laughs> Not after July first. Yeah,
1: I just, I just always, I, I've been wondering that because every morning I drive over the same. Because there's no avoiding it. It's, di- yeah. It's directly in the middle of the road, and you can still see the piece of the beaver tail. Oh, it's actually kind of sad.
0: It, it's it's always sad when you see a beaver. Yeah. that's taking a beating.
1: Well, who's the the guy that's got to scrape the beaver off the road? Maybe he wasn't working that day. Uh, The one
0: day. A
1: dog in New Hampshire was rescued by firefighters when she got her head stuck in a tree while running after something. This is Milford Fire Assistant Chief Mark Britton talking about rescuing Gracie the dog. This is probably the second one since I've been on the department that we've had a rescue. We've had animals in ponds and stuff, but this is the first time we've had to pull a dog out of a tree. Not a common thing at all. Yeah, he said this is the second time. Going back to that guy who delivered the baby. Yeah, that was of note. Uh, that was Jones's third time helping deliver a baby.
0: Oh, okay, three times. That's all, that's uh, that's unu- I don't know if that's unusual. It just seems. Uh, well, don't, unusual.
1: Don't, I think it is kind of unusual? Don't you think that? Uh, you know, we're gonna find out years from now this guy was just sitting up roadside pregnancies to deliver babies just to make him look. He's the baby delivering yeah. cop.
0: Yeah, got like one of those uh, those those hero type of personality uh, yeah. things.
1: he's our honorary obstetrician.
0: <laughs> that's that's the guy you want to say. He's
1: not a doctor, but he'll take a look if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's 7:56. That is now here. This uh, with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's just about 8.10, and Led Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Cloudy today. uh, Could see a chance of a spot shower throughout the day. High of 53 tomorrow, uh, more of the same, with a high of 60. It is 45 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, Hastings, Nebraska. You ever been there before? I have never been there. Uh, I always wanted to go to, like, the Dakotas. Or in, in Nebraska, all those states, uh, the plains, the plain states. Yeah, I always wanted to just uh, look and see a big, giant, open field.
0: Yeah, you know, I've been uh, like uh, Indiana and uh, like uh, uh, Iowa. Yeah, it, 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 it ain't much to really look at. Ah, come on! I man. mean, those wide open expanses, those, uh, those, uh, those, those, those fruited plains. They're not. Uh, they're not all they're cracked up to be. They're remarkably flat.
1: Well, uh, the town of Hastings just uh, installed a six-foot statue of the Kool-Aid Man. A guy from Hastings named Edwin Perkins came up with Kool-Aid in 1927 after messing around in his mother's kitchen. If you happen to be swinging through southeast Nebraska anytime soon, it's uh, outside the Hastings Museum of Natural and Cultural History, which is pretty cool. That is cool. But a recent survey looked at the top brands that remind us of childhood. Kool-Aid, of course, made the list what uh, what would be on your list of, of brand names <sighs> that are no longer around that i miss well not that they're no longer around but that just remind you of your childhood
0: uh let me see you know it was like one of those i i there like sh- there are certain cereals i used to eat every single day as a kid mm-hmm. and i uh, yeah i can i can i can still taste them in my mouth like uh like cocoa pebbles. Oh, Jesus! I love cocoa pebbles.
1: They still make those.
0: I know, but it's like I, I'm i you know, I'm almost a senior citizen, and I'm like, uh, does that, is that really something I need? You know, what they sell it five below. What? These
1: like chocolate covered chocolate pebbles, cocoa pebbles, chocolate covered cocoa pebbles, like in clusters. Ooh, really? They're delicious. Of course they you are. You really need to try those.
0: You know, in my uh, in my fatter days as a as a youngster. Yeah. I take the uh, the the cocoa pebbles, right? And I would take like a like a spoonful or two of like Nestle's Quick. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the so the, even though the cereal made the milk chocolatey, yeah, it wasn't chocolatey enough. And then and then what I do just to give it just a little bit more of a push, a little bit more of a push, a couple of uh, spoonfuls of chocolate sprinkles, Jimmy's on top of it. You want to talk about a sugar rush that lasted all day long? Yeah. That was it, man. Uh, right there. Do you ever get the uh,
1: the fortune in the Cocoa Pebbles? You know, when they used to put the fortunes in there? That was like one of the prizes they had one time was like a fortune. I, I don't
0: remember it that. It was like
1: a fortune cookie, but it was like a chocolate chip cookie with a fortune in it. That well, was I like don't remember of, that. Yeah, it was a limited time uh, thing. Yours probably would say, one day you will have to buy an Apple Watch to tell whether you're not <laughs> you're going to go into AFib. Uh, afib uh, because of yeah. all the diabetes. That yeah, you're I see that. I see a with. diabetes yeah, in your I, future. I, I see Wilfred Brimley yeah. uh, coming to your home and well, giving I, you a talk on this.
0: I think if I were still eating yeah. that today, then we'd have a different discussion. But man, in the time in the '80s, early '80s, yeah. that was delicious.
1: Here's the top ten. that Reminds
0: us of our uh, childhood Nintendo. See, I'm I'm am yeah. I'm a little bit too old to to have started off at Nintendo. I was kind of like at the beginning of Pong and Atari. So that's Nintendo
1: is my generation. Uh, you know, I'm 44. Yeah, uh, that would be part of my generation. But I also had old, older siblings. You know, I'm I'm eight years behind my brother. So. My brand would have been Intellivision. We had an Intellivision. Ooh, Do you
0: remember that? My best friend had Intellivision.
1: It was a, It was like a like a phone corded type controller that had a disc on it and a bunch of numbers, and you would take the plastic inserts for each game and yeah. put it in the number pad.
0: Thing. I was uh, terrible at that. I think he had Beauty know, and
1: was, the Beast was the was one. It was like the Donkey Kong version. Is the Intellivision's version of Donkey Kong? I'm trying to remember what. I
0: think the game was Pitfall. Pitfall was an Atari game but it might have been an television. I It was game. an intelli- I think it was an television yeah. first and yeah. uh, and then Atari started to, to to rip that one off. And uh Double or not Double Dragon. It was called like
1: it was called Dragon something and it was like this castle where you had to save a damsel kind yeah, of thing yeah. and uh and then what was the other one that we had with that uh, baseball. And it was very like very antiquated yeah very
0: like. 16-bit yeah. type of baseball
1: but some of those graphics on the Intellivision were way better than the ones on the
0: Atari oh my god we were blown I was blown away by Intellivision trying to tell my parents that's what I really needed and they said well you got Atari I'm like yeah but I need Intellivision yeah and I, they, they never bought that my argument
1: back in like 98 or 99 I used to play this NASCAR game on the computer which uh-huh. was really cool and I don't even remember who the brand name was of it but it was, it was more realistic than any of the games that were out, and then they discontinued making it, uh, whether the company went defunct or whatever. It was like those graphics were still better, you know, from the games that came out 10 years later.
0: Right. When I was a kid, uh, this would have been, oh, let me think, this would have been like 6th s- grade, 7th grade, somewhere around there. Yeah. Uh so your know, pong came out first pong was the 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 real big one but then after pong was the magnavox odyssey game console okay and it was the same thing as pong but it's like slightly better and i remember like staying after school because it was a teacher that had one and they had the like the television and the, the vcr thing that was together you just like switched all the cords and that was like our after, after school activity playing magnavox odyssey that was our that was our thing Magnavox Odyssey. Yeah, that was a that was an actual a game system. Oh, never heard of that. Yeah, one it's before. boring as hell, but it's still. I mean, for if you're in the set, if it's in the 70s and you're like a sixth grade kid, that was fantastic.
1: All right, here's some uh, other uh, ones. Lego. You remember Ed, Legos? Sure I never do. played Legos. I did the. I had. I don't know. It was like a Playmobil or something. It was one of the things. constructs. It was called. Remember constructs. They yes, they like, do. They were like uh, little I beams that you snap together with other pieces and you could make I never had the Legos.
0: I had the uh, I had yeah. Legos, I had uh I had uh what, I had the Lincoln logs, I had the erector set, I had uh I had all that stuff. Uh, Play Doh. I had Play-Doh. Uh Hot Wheels. I used to love Hot uh, Wheels. I had Hot Wheels. You ever had the, the track too? I did.
1: I had the track and you could make it go up in the loop de loop. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I would like tie it to the the counter. Yeah, and then uh, you put the track down. You put the loop, to loop, and then you put the Hot Wheels down. And uh, the, I, I, I would do.
0: Wheels. I would start at the top of the couch. Yeah, and it would go like underneath the coffee table and do the loop right after after yeah. the coffee table, and it would like land on my on uh, my sister's feet.
1: I was a lonely, fat kid and had no friends or siblings to yeah. play with. So I, uh, I would just make up character names
0: for a for a number of years. When we moved to Rehoboth, we were like I was the only kid on the entire street. Yeah, and only after a couple of years did like another family with kids build a house next to ours. But for a couple of years, it was all it was all just me. Oh, really? in my own head. Yeah. I would, those, uh, those were not good times. I, I was a little
1: advanced in my, my imagination. I would uh, play with the Hot Wheels and have the cop car and all that stuff, and then mm-hmm. I would have to be uh, the – I would pretend I was the cop going oh, yeah. to the family's house to tell them that their son got arrested for stealing another person's uh, Hot Wheels.
0: All in the mind of a child's yeah, imagination. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You know, uh, this is going to cost you a good a good chunk of bail money. I hope you ha- <laughs> I hope you can put your house up for collateral. You're a kid robbed a liquor store. Yeah. Actually, he robbed a car wash, a really funky car wash with the with foam uh, yep. pads on it and yep. a, and a little squirt gun yep. for it. Remember for those day? days? Yeah, yeah. Sure
0: do. Well, I also remember <laughs> you know having like a fifteen car pileup of uh, Matchbox cars and then <laughs> trying to decipher all the insurance information. that oh, yeah. was really yeah. tough. Yeah.
1: Oh well, who's uh, who's belong? All right, who belongs to the Lamborghini or the pickup truck? Raise your hand out of the wreckage if you Which, can figure that out. Do all of you have uh,
0: comprehensive coverage?
1: Uh, Monopoly. I've told you my Monopoly thing where I oh, didn't yeah. know how to play Monopoly because my drunk grandmother would just pretend to have the rules. And then when I was 14, going over to a friend's house and going, that's not the way you play Monopoly.
0: Disney. So Disney used to have a TV show on Sunday nights every night. Mm-hmm. The Wild World of Disney, or yeah, the Wonderful yeah. World of Disney. That was like a big thing. That was a real big thing. Watch yeah, that. it was on
1: ABC. You had to, ABC would feature that.
0: Yeah. yeah, That was awesome. Even though, I mean, it's not the kind. They didn't show the, the Mickey Mouse cartoons or any of that good stuff. They'd show like, you know, like well, they would nature show, shows and what have you. But they would
1: also, I remember in the 80s, they would show movies that had been out for a few years and then play, you know, that's now time for the TV version of it.
0: Yes. So uh, they, they would have that. And I think, I'm trying to remember if it was the same night. I think it may have been. Could have been. Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom, ooh, ooh with so, Marlon man. Perkins, oh, fantastic! Uh, Mattel had lots of Mattel stuff. A lot of Mattel stuff. A lot uh, of Mattel. Nerf, Nerf. A lot of stuff from Whammo. You ever had the super elastic bubble plastic? No. Ooh, that was good fun. It was this rubber stuff that you squeezed from a tube. Yeah. And you put it on what would normally be seen in the '80s as like a cocaine straw, and then you put it on the top like in a, in a big ball, and then you you took your mouth, see. Uh, and you know, because it there was all chemicals, you, you sometimes uh, you didn't really think about what end of the straw you were blowing on. And then you you blow on the straw and this super elastic bubble plastic. Oh, I do really remember like this. these multicolored
1: bubbles. Yeah. yeah, I do remember that. Freaking awesome. And it smelled. It had a like, yeah. a like a like a like a rubber cement smell to it. Yes, it did. Yeah. Uh nerf, I didn't have much nerf stuff. The only thing I had Nerf was the home version of uh, Nickelodeon's Double Dare game. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Which wasn't really kind of like being on Double Dare because they had slime and everything else that you yeah. couldn't recreate in your
0: house. I had the the early Nerf footballs and the uh, the Nerf basketball set that you put on top of your door.
1: Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. That's why you're so good at playing hoops, shooting hoops. Oh,
0: yeah. I, sh- I shoot the rock from downtown.
1: Uh, Hasbro. A lot of Hasbro stuff. Well, Hasbro used to be in this area,
0: like here in East Lima. Yeah, but I didn't live in this
1: area. I just, And who who knew that I would one day play with a toy and then live in the same area where the same toy was made?
0: I know. Over who who could have predicted?
1: Uh, a few more that made the top 25, Slinkies, Toys R Us. Had those, had that. Yeah. Yep. McDonald's, mm-hmm. uh, Ice Pops, uh, Big Wheels, Fruit Roll-Ups, Milton Bradley, Lincoln Logs, and Super Soakers.
0: I had the big wheel, yeah. Had the I had the the big wheel, and it's a pretty badass good time. I had a super soaker,
1: and uh, what we would do as teens, mm-hmm. which you would probably be arrested and thrown in jail for today, right? Was uh go up to we've, my my friend's uh, brother, yeah. who was older, and old enough to drive. We would take the super soaker and then go around to random kids we didn't like and then squirt them out the at the car with the gun.
0: Uh, we didn't really get the super soakers until. Uh, the real good super soakers until we were in college and yeah. i told you how we had a uh, optometrist chair yeah uh with a hydraulic lift and uh we would either mix cocktails in your mouth with either a water pick or one of those uh, battery powered water uzis mm-hmm. at one point we tried doing it with a super soaker and most people's mouths couldn't handle it didn't work huh? too much pressure
1: yeah well St- disappointing really well there you go that's uh that's your brands that remind you of your childhood
0: it's uh, 822 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. GG
1: Inks, screen printing at
0: 832 with Bax and Nagle on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by 413 Pro Tint. For tinting in your vehicle, home, or business, call 413 Pro Tint in Springfield today. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Thanks, Bax. The Springfield Firearms Investigation Unit, assisted by the members of the U.S. Marshal's Task Force, uh, Mass State Police VFAS, and the Hamden County Sheriff's Department, arrested a suspect wanted on firearms charges in Springfield on... Tuesday morning. morning at approximately 10 30 a.m. on Tuesday morning uh, 30-year-old Trey Watson was arrested on the 100 block of Cannon Circle after detectives were aware of active warrants Watson had including a Hamden Superior Court warrant for firearms charges. Springfield Police FIU detectives observed Watson in the Orange Street area and proceeded to follow the car Watson was a passenger in until reaching Cannon Circle in Springfield. A traffic stop was then conducted where detectives recovered... Ready? Crack cocaine, heroin, co- powder cocaine in a pouch attached to his belt, and more than $250 in cash. Es-
0: Estimated retail value, defending himself in court with a public defender, $3,500. I'm only willing to pay $1,500. <laughs> officer
1: and detective placed Watson under arrest and uh, charged him with a bunch of g- good stuff, like... Not having a license with that firearm,
0: yeah, you gotta have that. That's
1: a uh, that's part of the Steve Nagel College of Knowledge. You need to have, if you are going to have a firearm, you should at least have a license, or not let
0: anybody see you have it. That's uh, that's yeah. the two ways that class will go. See, I, w- I would even go one step further in the curriculum. I would say, how about not having the gun at all and not committing any crime that would require a firearm? Oh come on now! Now
1: you're just talking uh, gibberish.
0: Or am I talking master's level type uh, of stuff? That's master's level okay. type of stuff. Yeah, we don't right. offer
1: that program. We only offer the basics to keep you out of. <laughs> we only offer you the basics to keep you out of county jail. Oh okay. You're into the. Uh, you're now getting into the embezzlement and all that other stuff. That, yeah, that, that's part of the master's program. You might be right. Uh, Distracted driving continues to be a danger here on western Massachusetts roads. The Ludlow Police Department made 72 traffic stops, with 54 of those being drivers observed violating the state's hand-free law in April. As of February 2020, the hands-free law here in Massachusetts prohibits drivers from using any electronic device, including mobile telephones, unless the device is used in hands-free mode. In the Commonwealth, from 2015 to 2019, fatal distracted driving crashes occurred most often in October, June, and July. <sighs> I guess what because summer fun and people are out, or they're yeah. out apple picking, and I don't know. Uh, maybe don't know. Uh, maybe that's what uh, what's going on. October,
0: June, and July. Yeah, October for like Halloween and stuff, or October because it's like the uh, it's uh, you know uh, harvest season.
1: Well, that's what I meant. That's yeah, so where you're picking
0: all the the bountiful harvest.
1: Yeah, that's what I what I just said. Uh, you know, maybe uh, you're you're too busy uh, going to that corn, wanting to find the map, Google Map of the corn maze that you're going to visit. Yeah,
0: right. You know that makes sense. Well,
1: let's look at this thing from a satellite view and see if we can figure this out, kids. Whoops,
0: hit a car. I see a 40-year-old man pissed off and he walked into a corn maze. Maybe that's how that beaver got
1: hit on uh, Route 202 in Oliok. Somebody (laughs) was distracted driving and uh, the beaver got smashed all over the road. Could be. Uh, Firefighters and paramedics in South Hadley could be out of a job come July 1st. It comes down to dollars and cents and many taxpayers in the district are looking for more clarification. District One in South Hadley held its annual meeting last week, and taxpayers voted not to fund the salaries of more than forty firefighters and paramedics. Hey, we don't need them.
0: Yeah, listen, you know, uh, fire, EMTs. I'm sure there'll be no problem in South Hadley for the next twelve months.
1: I'm just, I'm just like uh, picturing what a town meeting uh, that that has done this. You know, a lot. I was saying to to Kevin Lapierre on the phone before, the firefighters' union president. I said, yeah, a lot of people don't show up to town meetings. They just have no interest in doing that until yeah. something like this comes to the forefront and going, whoa, we better get
0: to a town meeting. How freaky would it be? Okay, like so let's say uh, you've been involved in some sort of accident or your house is on fire mm-hmm. and you... You rush out of the house, or you pull over the side of the road, or you know whatever it may be. You grab your phone, you dial nine one one, and you get. I'm sorry, that number is no longer in service. Well, no, the number will work. You'll get to somebody. Uh, it'll just take fifty five minutes
1: for somebody to arrive, and then by that time, it's still only. Uh, yeah,
0: but if you're if if you're if it's you, the guy if from district, dist- if District Two is picking up the phone yeah. call, and he and he's gonna have that phone
1: running off the hook. Yeah. And he comes over with the last uh, water-filled fire extinguisher. That's all I could find. (laughs) All we had left is a one bucket. Yeah. I got this uh, from the old town hall. It was sitting in the basement.
0: I'm sorry. I only have a 25-foot hose. But I'm just imagining these town meetings
1: with, like, these old boomer-type people in there. Going, ah, we ain't paying that money for them silly firefighters. Ed over here, no, he was an Eagle Scout. He knows how to put a tourniquet on somebody if they get injured. And what do you need a fire inspection for? Nobody, nobody needs that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, anyway, uh, one uh, resident who attended the meeting said taxpayers didn't feel com- comfortable passing the $2.7 million personal services article. Well, the concerns were that there wasn't enough information on the article about the salaries and how they were going to spend the money. There was not a breakdown of how that money was being spent said Mitchell Malinowski, a South Hadley resident. The proposed fire district budget is $5.2 million, more than 3% over the current year. There's been several reasons why the budget has been increased over the year, and a lot of it has to do with call volume. That's according to uh, fire captain Jason Houle. Houle states that the district has responded to about 3,000 calls for service last year and is on track to surpass that last year. We were wrong. They do not cover Mount Holyoke College. That's District Two. But still, mm-hmm. if you don't have that mutual aid, how are you going to cover that that cover that area?
0: Well, you know, be that as it may, the uh, the area that is affected is two thirds of the town. So, you know, according to uh, the the the, uh, the union president we talked to today, uh, two thirds of the town—that's yeah. a lot of the town. That's a lot of the town. That's most of the town. That's most of the yeah. town. If you if you had like three things and you put two things over to the side, that's two thirds. Think about uh, that for a minute. Been working that out all morning long. Think about
1: that. Think about it. I'm thinking. Yeah. A uh, video captured by a ring camera on
0: Tuesday
1: morning uh, shows a tire falling off a school bus carrying small children in Rocky Hill. The school bus was picking up students on Fawn Run in Rocky Hill. When the back wheel fell off, thankfully no one was hurt, but it has raised concerns for parents. It's not every day you see a tire rolling down the street, said Will D'Amato. D'Amato had just woken up Tuesday morning morning, uh, when he noticed the back wheel of the bus going round and round down his road. (laughs) Both.
0: Well, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, you know, they the do the the bus go up and down? No, they go round and round. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah the wheels and the bus. You're right, the wheels and the bus go round and round.
1: Both uh, rear tires looked like they had come off, and the school bus was sitting on its axle. Oh, a lazy axle. That's yes. what uh, you got there. He also went up to the school bus to see if everyone was okay. D'Amato said the students seemed to be preschool age with an adult supervisor on board. The homeowner of the Ring video. Homeowner says what? Uh, what? Oh, man. You may got got fall you. for it. Uh, says the bus was carrying pre-K students from West Hill and Rocky Hill. D'Amato said after the tire rolled off, a tow truck came for the bus while a different bus picked up the students 20 minutes later. Luckily, all the kids were okay. No ambulances came or anything like that. A parent, Justin Miller, said he, just, he couldn't imagine what he would do if his child was on that bus. Well, was your child on that bus? No, but I can only imagine... Unbelievable! I'd be terrified if I was on that school bus. That's not something you'd expect from a school bus. You expect the wheels to stay on.
0: Good job on that man on the street interview. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's my uh, number one expectation. Whenever I have uh, like tires uh, yeah. changed or whatever, is that the tires stay on the vehicle? That's to me. That's that's job one.
1: Yeah. The bus company, New Britain Transportation, said the Rocky Hill school district have been left several messages from uh, from WFSB in Hartford. Uh, they have still not received a response. Hmm. I would be upset. I would definitely make my opinion heard and let the school board know what I thought about it. this. Is this is you're interviewing somebody who has nothing to do with this incident? Well, if I were if I were <laughs> king for a day, I'd have all the bus companies eradicated from the face of the planet.
0: They could hang out yeah. with the South Hadley Fire
1: Department. Yeah, yeah, all the out of work firefighters that'll be up there. It just seems kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today. We have food waiting
0: for Yeah, I don't know outside. why you're going on and on. Uh, uh,
1: overcast today. Uh, could see a spot shower here and there. High of 53. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 60. It is 45 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, uh... yeah.
0: Getting a Title V inspect. Rock day? 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 849. And Van Halen with Baxton Dangle and Rock 102.
1: Overcast today with a high of 53. Tomorrow more of the same with a high of 60. It's 45 in downtown Springfield.
0: Judy Matt from the Spirit of Springfield is here. The world's biggest, uh, largest pancake breakfast is happening on May 13th on Saturday. It's
2: good to see you. Hi. Hi, <laughs> Hi Judy. You can you can speak. Feel free to join us. <laughs> yeah. if, if you, I just decided to wave, folks. If yeah. you can.
0: We haven't seen you since uh, the the concert. the concert at Symphony Hall. What a great crowd that was. Unbelievable. That was the large the, the biggest crowd we, you, we've had in Springfield for the mil, uh, any ever, military band ever
2: for the military concert. Mm-hmm. We had over 1800 people and the people were just it got to a point where the usher said just come in even without the tickets. because yeah. it's free of course. And so because they were all backed up and I truly this is an, I am showering you with praise but it's true. It's because of your listeners. Because you had the audience. I'm serious. When we were trying to think, who do we give this concert to? Mm-hmm. And I said, Rock wanna tool will to do it because you bring them in. And you did. I, I was like, and they were so grateful. All the people are so grateful. I got some beautiful notes, you know. Yeah. Yes.
1: When you think of symphonies, you think of Bax and Nagel. <laughs> <laughs> when,
0: when you think of substantially <laughs> yeah. loyal crowds, right. that's what you think. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I, yeah I, the, the, that audience, veterans in that age, that group, I, it was wonderful. It, 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 was wonderful. It, it was
1: an incredible
2: display uh, and, and performance
1: too. Yeah, I yeah. mean, uh, I didn't get to watch the whole thing, but yeah. I did get to watch a, a good portion of it yeah. in the beginning there. And uh, it was, it was just, it's nice to see people getting out and, and people coming out for yeah. events again. Yeah. We haven't had this in a few years. And this uh, pancake
2: breakfast is no exception to that. No. We're hoping for one of the biggest crowds we've had in a long time. We just need good weather, and that's what I'm here for today. Because you have to take (laughs) care of that for me.
1: Who is the the other city that claims to be uh, the world's largest pancake? Battle Creek, Michigan. Battle Creek, Michigan. They they don't.
2: No, they they died down a long time ago because it's cold cereal, you know. Is it really they just make the largest pancakes? They They make no pancakes. They just do cold cereal. What? Yeah, how yeah, that can was you it. call
1: yourself a pancake breakfast if you're only because, they,
0: because that put, town that was a, they uh, they're the home of General Mills, right? Yeah, General oh, Mills.
2: And what they would no. do is they would take flats, flats of cereal, and deliver them to factories and everything to get the yeah. number of. Yeah, it's yeah, It was just funny, and we had to be slaving making pancakes.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, the weather forecast for the 13th. Uh, uh, if I'm, I
2: want to hear it. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think oh, yeah, absolutely. On the thirteenth, partly cloudy with a highest seventy seven. Only we'll a, take that. Only a twenty percent chance of rain, which means there's an eighty percent chance that it won't. So that's great. There you go. Now the uh, the pancake breakfast for those who uh, the very few of you who have never gone it's 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 a real production to get everything not only cleared off of uh, off of Main Street, but just the just the production of of the of the food itself is is really amazing. Tell me about uh, a bit about that.
2: You know, we have so many people that we're grateful to, like you, for getting the word out. But the the bacon all came in yesterday, a 1,000 pounds Oh, Smithfield. No, What's thousand everybody thousand else going to have? Yeah. And then it's being delivered uh, by the Department of Public Works over to the sheriff's office. And then they start making it. It takes a long time, to obviously, to make that much bacon. And then we um, have all the batter that's coming in, and that is delivered to— um, to Mercy Hospital, where their people mix all the batter. And so we have so many people that give us everything from the pancakes, the bacon, the coffee, juice, milk. And we have hundreds of gallons of milk and juice, 200 pounds of um, butter, and, of course, the 1,000 pounds of bacon. Everybody really likes that. But um, this week, American Medical Response had, was delivering 75,000 free tickets and flyers to area schools and Mercy Medical Center printed that and by the way they're mixing 500 gallons of pancake batter Dang. and it's just amazing if you think <laughs> what we would have to pay or what we would have to charge if we had to pay for all this and we're just you know grateful is the word i
0: mean know. just just an eggs alone
2: yeah <laughs> just, I mean, just I mean, the
0: price of eggs is oh, ridiculous okay. so i was like you know, yeah that has to be a consideration for everybody oh,
2: here. Yeah, and the price of bacon is, i think is like nine dollars or eight dollars a pound mm-hmm thousand pounds.
1: I don't know. Did you see the uh, latest big Y sale? It was buy one get two free on the Smithfield bacon. Uh, Get out. Yeah, you should
2: should stock up down at the the grocery store. (laughs) So just think, they send it by packages of a thousand, of a a pound. They got to open up all those pounds of bacon. Just think what the sheriff's office goes through to do this. And then we have um, you know, uh, our um, police uh, superintendents coming over to help and the people from you see what happens is As I said, they deliver the bacon. The bacon is prepared. Then the bacon is taken by DPW over to MGM. And MGM refrigerates it overnight. And their people get up at dawn and start rewarming it so that it is fine. for the. It's a big production, you know. We make it seem so easy because we've done it so many times and we have so many good people. And uh, Sheridan is brewing, not only brewing, but donating all the coffee. And so they're making that a dawn to bring it in the Camrose. So it's and an Michael's party rental setting up all those tents, tables, and chairs, fifteen hundred chairs. Wow, it,
1: it's it's it is it's a, a great long. display of yeah, a community a effort uh, yeah, from all the people uh, you know coming together and donating these things. That tell us about the traffic situation. When is main? When is the uh, what? Oh, no, no, no. Well, no, I just, you, you gave me this look like, <laughs> I a, gave him the don't tell eye. anybody about the traffic. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, no, but uh, they, they must they obviously close off certain streets. And, uh, yes, and they the won't streets be around.
2: are closed the day before to set up the tents mm-hmm. and the tables and chairs, and that they shut them down at 11 o'clock in the morning and um, so they can set it up. And then we have the event, of course, the next day, and then at 2, uh, by 1 o'clock in the afternoon, it'll be cleared up. There's an American International College graduation. Someone wrote me and said, "Have you made any arrangements for parking for our people?" <laughs> no. Uh, no. In fact, we've torn down a garage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah I told them park <laughs> at MGM and give yourself time to yeah. walk over because the street's going to be closed. It'll be nice walk. The street's closed. Yeah. So uh, it's been difficult since that garage has gone. On. I I I, I won't say it isn't. It's been very difficult. There's
0: overflow
1: parking at the Hall of Fame.
2: Hall? yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. It's, yeah. they're pretty tight over there with that parking yeah they but, really um, are
2: they really are I went there yesterday hit.
0: but okay so you, you obviously the covid years have kind of uh you know changed how many people are coming out yeah. but in the best years of the of the pancake breakfast what would you say you'd probably average what, think, what was the the no. best year
2: well I'm thinking we're going to do at least 12 thirteen thousand that's pretty this, good this Saturday and we've probably gone higher than that where well, we've had some special guests like the governor Uh, At one point, we had uh, the whole, you know, the top-tier leadership from the Republican Party, Newt Gingrich, all those people came. Uh And as a result, I have all those pictures when they came into downtown, and I gave them all jackets and all. When you have something really special, bring more people out. And we've had more than one graduation at one point. We had AIC, and then we had Bay Path, and those people enjoy it. And, Uh um, again, you have to work really hard. You have to pay to come to this breakfast because that's not the intention. So... um, You know, if your children haven't received their ticket, let us know, because I got a call from one school yesterday. They were shorted 350. See, we usually get a list, and it says, okay, the Springfield schools. This school is 200. We count all these out. It takes Mm -hmm. like four Mm -hmm. days. And and so we send them out, and AMR delivers them to all the different schools. And this one school, I won't say this district, they asked for, say, 700, and then they just divided it evenly but that's yeah. not the way it works and you're getting calls this one we're short 300 we're short so we're delivering them around so you know anyway but um nobody should have to pay no children should should have to pay for this no no, no.
1: and uh, and there's plenty of, like you said there's plenty of different ways you can get tickets yep. uh,
2: uh, for this thing yep. one is by calling the springfield uh, spirit of springfield right yep yep right. um not individually you know we would like them like this woman called she needed 350 for her school so we delivered them out to her. They wow. we shorted her 350 not us. The, their offices shorted yeah. them. Wow.
1: They, they get 349 and they're like, uh, can you send somebody out for one more, please? Well, one more we mail. it. <laughs> yeah, 350
2: yeah, costs yeah. me too much yeah, to too mail. Much posting, so. yeah.
0: There's no there's no Will Call office at the... the, no, the no, you no, no. So? no, No, That's no, too but bad. But if they see
2: me, I'll be walking around with a stack, so...
0: Well, the pancake breakfast is happening on May thirteenth, Main Street, uh, uh, from from Main Street from State to Bridge. Always uh, a great, per- and you know what? Take, uh, you know, it's it's three dollars a person for adults. That's that's, that's you can't get that. a breakfast like that for three bucks anywhere. So, no.
2: and if you don't want to eat breakfast, the coffee, juice, and milk is free. Yeah, they, see there, well, you there you go. go. That's you perfect. Say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go so and they, enjoy yourself. But we give them to all the shelters. We give out. There's nobody that goes that does that wants one that can't get one. Perfect.
0: fantastic the uh, pancake breakfast again may 13th judy it's good to see you
2: nice to see you thank you judy
0: matt from the spirit of springfield it's just about 859 a rock 102 feels classic rock it's 9 11 and quiet riot with Bax and Nagel on rock 102 uh
1: mostly cloudy today with a high of 53 tomorrow more of the same with a high of 60 it's 45 right now in downtown springfield
0: i don't know if uh, you've uh, had a chance to see this but uh the prices of the gas pumps have been increasing slowly over the last uh, couple of weeks
1: I don't know my uh, my groceries keep going up I haven't paid attention to right well
0: rock 102 and Jay Smiegel, uh roofing uh, Smiegel Roofing are giving you a chance to win a $102 gas card you go to rock 102.com and you sign up for your chance to win we'll choose one winner a week between now and June 9th so don't uh, don't wait it's your chance to win a $102 dollar gas card from Jay Smiegel Roofing schedule your free estimate today at uh, com and rock 102 Springfield's classic rock.
1: Uh, well, there you go. No, yeah. there you, there, you
0: yeah, there you there go. go. I'm, I'm, I'm almost out of here.
1: I'm reading this story about this guy uh, in Atlanta. Police say three members of a moving crew pulled a gun on a man who was being evicted, uh, and took his televisions. Okay. What? All right. <laughs> to add insult to injury, you're already being evicted because you can't pay your rent, and then the movers steal your stuff.
0: You said televisions, right? Yeah. So the guy can't pay his rent, well, but he can pay for his okay, multiple televisions.
1: But that's neither here nor there. because Well, his uh, televisions
0: are neither here nor there either.
1: Yeah, but you don't know how he, acu- how he got those televisions. Maybe they were gifted to him.
0: Or maybe the reason he can't pay the rent is all the money he spent on televisions.
1: Well, the victim told officers that when uh, two Fulton County eight sergeants were at the home with the moving crew when the victim came home... The victim told the officers that when they left, the three men who were part of the moving crew approached him and said, "Uh, uh and said a white man said they could take whatever they want," and pulled out a nine millimeter handgun. Yeah, a white man said we could take all this stuff. <laughs> okay. Which white man? Well, one of them. I don't know. Yeah. They all look alike to us. You know. Jesus that's... Steve. Well, no, but that's. I mean, that's, that's what you're you're pointing out. Yeah, and I know. a guy, some random guy, a white man, told me to take these TVs. Police are still searching for the robbers who sped away from the scene in a black SUV with a drive out tag and a silver 2013 Ford F 150. You came back with your own moving vehicle? <laughs> Like, can't you just go to the moving company yeah. and find out who these people are?
0: Something sounds funny about this story. I don't know what. Uh,
1: I don't know. I guess maybe it's a lesson uh, <laughs> yes. to make sure that if you get evicted from your home, you wrap up all your TVs and take them somewhere else before somebody else comes back to steal them
0: again. Yeah, don't don't leave it to uh, just anybody to move the expensive stuff in the house. I don't know. Yeah, it's nine fourteen with Bax and Nagel and Rock one hundred and two. It's another.